Hi, this is a message from Tom before we get into the regular podcast. I just wanted to let you know that the second edition of the Zero to Finals Medicine book is out now. You can find it on Amazon if you go direct to Amazon or you can go to zerotofinals.com slash books to find the links. I started this project back in January this year and I thought I would just go through, update a couple of guidelines, maybe fix some spelling errors but I ended up practically rewriting every single word in the book, adding new topics, adding new Tom tips, adding illustrations, cutting back on some of the waffle. And the great thing is it's about the same size. It costs £25, the same amount that it did before, and it is so much better. So before we get started, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of your book. And let's get into the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about gout. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash gout or in the rheumatology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Gout is a crystal arthropathy associated with chronically high uric acid levels in the blood. Urate crystals are deposited in the joint, causing it to become inflamed. Gout typically presents with a single, acute, hot, swollen and painful joint. The critical differential diagnosis for this presentation is septic arthritis with infection in the joint. Gouty tophi are subcutaneous uric acid deposits typically seen on the hands, elbows and ears under the skin. Let's go through the risk factors. The risk factors for gout are being male, family history, obesity, a high purine diet, for example with lots of meat and seafood, alcohol, diuretic use, cardiovascular disease and kidney disease. Let's talk about the typical joints. The most commonly affected joints are the base of the big toe, which is the metatarsophalangeal joint or MTP joint, the base of the thumb, which is the carpometacarpal joint or the CMC joint, and the wrist. Gout can also affect the larger joints, for example the knee or ankle. Next let's talk about making the diagnosis. The diagnosis is usually made clinically supported by a raised serum urate level on the blood test. It's essential to exclude septic arthritis, which is a potentially life-threatening differential diagnosis. Any suspicion of septic arthritis requires emergency management with joint aspiration and antibiotics. Aspirated joint fluid shows monosodium urate crystals in gout. These are needle-shaped and negatively birefringent of polarised light. There should be no bacterial growth. A tom tip for you, the monosodium urate crystals of gout are needle-shaped and negatively birefringent of polarised light. The calcium pyrophosphate crystals of pseudogout are rhomboid-shaped and positively birefringent. These key facts help you differentiate them in exams. 
X-ray of a joint affected by gout shows maintained joint space or no loss of joint space, lytic lesions in the bone, punched out erosions, and the erosions can have sclerotic borders with overhanging edges. Next, let's talk about management. Acute flare-ups of gout are treated with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs, for example, naproxen, first line, and these are typically co-prescribed with a proton pump inhibitor, such as omeprazole for gastroprotection to protect the stomach. Colchicine is second line, and oral steroids, for example, prednisolone, are third line. Colchicine is used in patients who are inappropriate for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, such as patients with renal impairment or significant heart disease. Abdominal symptoms and diarrhea are common side effects of colchicine. These may be mild and resolve with a reduced dose. However, more severe symptoms may indicate toxicity, and colchicine is very dangerous in overdose and can cause multiple organ failure. Colchicine is only prescribed for a short course, for example up to 6 mg per course. Prophylaxis against gout is with xanthane oxidase inhibitors which lower the uric acid level. The options are allopurinol or febuxostat. Lifestyle changes can reduce the risk of gout, including losing weight, staying hydrated, reducing the alcohol intake and minimizing purine-based food in the diet, for example meat and seafood. A Tom tip, prophylaxis is not started until weeks after the acute attack has settled. NSAIDs or colchicine may be used to prevent a gout attack during the initial period when starting prophylaxis. Once allopurinol or febuxostat is initiated, they can continue during further acute attacks. These facts are commonly tested in exams. So thanks for listening to this episode on gout. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about pseudo-gout.